goody. Welcome to the Pacers Premium Podcast, Episode 3. I'm your humble and gracious host, Donnie Ray. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. If it's your second or third time listening, thank you. If it's your first time listening, thank you. But if it's your first time, I just want to let you know, like, this is a Pacers podcast. going to be mostly about the Pacers. But what will make mine a little different is that I'm not biased. There's no fluff, no sugarcoating. I'm going to keep everything 100. So if that's not what you want to hear... Go ahead, walk out the door. But if you want to hear that real shit about the Pacers, come on in. So let's get started. Pacers. They still sit at six in the Eastern Conference at 15 and eight. You know, they're one game back from the 76ers, who are fifth, and they sit at 16 and seven. And they're two games in front of Brooklyn, who sits at 13 and 10. So since the last episode of the Pacers Premium Podcast, the Pacers have Pacers have went three and one, you know, beat Memphis on Monday, 117 to 104. They beat OKC on Wednesday, 107 to 100. And then they lost to Detroit, 101 to 108 on Friday. But then they turned around and beat the Knicks on Saturday, 104 to 103. So uh, I predicted they would go four and oh on that little streak. I was one game off. My bad. (laughs) But they lost to Detroit. And if you listen to the last episode, I had said that I figured the game versus Detroit would be tough because, you know, we already lost to them twice. We beat them the the most recent time before Saturday. I mean, before Friday. But before that, they had beat us twice in a row. So they kind of had our number. And it's just always tough when we play Detroit. So I figured it would be a tough game. So that wasn't really surprising. But it just wasn't, it wasn't that good of a showing. I know I've said that before about other games, but just like, I like I said, I expect it to be tough, but like, I don't know. They just kind of crumbled toward the end. Like really the last minute of the game is what fucking lost, lost the game for us. Like the defense went to shit. Like, okay. It was like, it was like 40, 45 seconds or 50 seconds left. They come down. They let Blake Griffin knock down a wide open three. Got Blake Griffin out here knocking down threes. And then they come down. Malcolm Brogdon turns the ball over. Okay. And then, uh, uh, what happened? D Rose, D Rose comes through and like knocks down like a uh, a baseline jumper or something, and then we come down, we don't do nothing, we don't score any points, and then Langston Galloway comes down and like hits like a jumper or something and gives them some point lead, ice the game. You know what I'm saying? It was just like we just crumbled. The defense with the shit is like what was happening. Like I said, we was playing them tough all game. And there were still points in the game where it seemed like we was getting bullied down low. Andre Drummond had a double-double. Uh, Blake Griffin had 25 points. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what was happening? And then we're still in the game. And then just the last minute, we really just like, fuck it. We don't give a fuck. Fuck it. Whatever. You guys do whatever you want. And we blow the game. Like We were still there. We were still in the game with a minute to go. And then we just literally just blew the game. And it's just like, that's ridiculous. And that's, I hate to say it, but that's like authentic, not authentic, uh, the word's slipping my mind right now, but that's classic 
pacer right now. Like when I think of pacers, I'd be thinking of them blowing games, playing down to their opponents. And it's just like, come on, man. And, and that's just another thing. I'm saying we can't beat any good teams. And not saying that Detroit is good, but it's just like we're losing to teams that we should be beating. We should be blowing these fools out the water, man. And it's just like we always somehow keep this other team in the game and we always find a way to lose. It's like, come on, man. So, like I said, they beat the Knicks after that, after they lost to Detroit. They beat the Knicks on Saturday, 104 to 103. And that was the uh, first game for interim head coach Mike Miller after uh, David Fisdale was fired on Friday. And just real, real quick about that, it was extra fried to me. They fired this dude after practice. So they let this man go and hold a whole team practice, and then they fire him. It's like, what? And then, like, before that, they show had, like, videos of him, like, uh, coming out of meeting. And he was, like, shaking hands and giving high fives to, like, uh, Nick's uh, operation staff and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and then you go and fire him. It's just like, that was kind of weird. And then there was, like, reports, like, Taj, Taj Gibson was saying, like, that was his man, Fisdale. Like, everybody in the locker room loved him. And but they're not allowed to say like why he was fired or anything. So it's just like this seems like a just a whole sketchy situation. It's just like I don't know. I just thought that was real weird. So, like I said, it was Mike Miller's first uh, game as interim head coach. So that you know the team, the Knicks were trying to rally behind him, and I mean that makes sense. But still, the game was closer than it should have been. At the end of the day, it's still the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? The Knicks aren't good. So it's just like the fact that we really got lucky. If Randall had to miss that free throw, that game would have went in the overtime. We got lucky that we walked out of there with a dub because if it went in overtime, who knows what would have happened. And then just another thing about that game that I was watching and just like was really kind of just irritate me with the offensive rebounds. We need to get better at these offensive rebounds. There was one possession. <laughs> it was ridiculous where they got no bullshit. They got at least four offensive rebounds in a row. The Knicks, they got five offensive rebounds in a row. Damn near. It, it was at least four, but I damn near think it was five. And I'm just like, God damn, what's going on? Can somebody get a rebound? We just over here watching the ball go over here. Oh, doop, 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 doop. It's like, come on, grab a fucking rebound, man. Like, what are y'all doing? And it's just ridiculous, man. And that's those are the little things that are costing us games. Like, we're always we're playing every team. You know what I'm saying? Every team tough, but there's those little things, those turnovers, those offensive rebounds, those dumbass fouls, just those little things that are costing us games. And it's those little things that are keeping us from being able to compete at a higher level with these good teams like the Sixers, Boston, you know what I'm saying? Lakers. We play Clippers on Monday. I'm going to be in that game. I'm going to try to get some footage, whatever. But it's just like, these little things we need to clean up because I'm trying to compete. I know we can compete, but it's just these little things that are going to keep us from getting to that level we want to get to. We want to get to an Easter Conference Finals. We want to get to the Finals, and it's just like you can't be making these little mistakes down the stretch, turning the ball over. You know what I'm saying? Leaving shooters open, Blake Griffin. 
You know what I'm saying? Just like we can't these little mistakes. We need to clean that up. So they beat the Knicks. Play Clippers on Monday. Injury report. Malcolm Brogdon, he's day to day with a sore right hand. So if he doesn't go on Monday versus the Clippers, uh, Holiday will probably start. Aaron Holiday and TJ McConnell and Edmund Sumner will probably get a little more ticks. And I'm really interested. I think if Brogdon doesn't play, it obviously hurt the team, especially versus the Clippers. So I figure he'll probably play because I figure he's a competitive guy. I want to play versus the Clippers. That's a that's a game we need to get that dub. That is a game we need to get that dub. But I figure he'll play. But if he doesn't play, it'd be good for Edmund Sumner because then he can get some more minutes and we can get him back in that rotation. Because Edmund Sumner, he's like 6'4". He's like a bigger guard. And that's what we need sometimes. We need a bigger guard because Aaron Holiday, like 6'1", TJ McConnell... He might be six foot, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to have bigger guards out there to help on defense and just help clog up the passing lanes and things like that. So I think that'll be, you know what I'm saying? That'll be uh, good. If anything, that'll be the good out of the bad situation of Brogdon not playing. So that's the injury report on that. There's still no word on Vic uh, when he's uh, going to come back. You know, they're not going to rush him back. So, Pacers, they've been fighting through guard injuries all year. Brogdon, Lamb, Sumner, you know what I'm saying? But this, they'll be able to continue to fight through it. And they're not going to rush Vic back. And I, I, like I said, I've been saying I don't figure he'll play until at least January. I almost want to say after the All-Star break now. But we'll see. And speaking of All-Stars... Do the Pacers have any potential all-stars? That is a good question. And if you really think about it, they they really only have like one really legit person that could be an all-star, but they really kind of have three. So the three people that I would say from the Pacers that could be in the all-star race is obviously Malcolm Brogdon. He's been averaging 19 points. Eight assists, four rebounds. TJ Warren, he's been averaging 17.8 points, three uh, rebounds, one assist. And then obviously big boy Sabonis, DeMontis Sabonis, the man child. He's been averaging 18 points, 13 rebounds, and 3.7 assists. So like I said, there's really only one person that can really probably be an all-star and that's a bonus because i mean brogdon he's killing he's definitely killing but he has to compete with names like kyrie Irving, kimball walker bradley bill you know what i'm saying jimmy butler trey young has been doing his thing i don't fuck with trey young but he's been doing his thing i, I can't deny it ben simmons so he has to compete with names like that and it just seems like that's kind of tough. And Sabonis and TJ, TJ really, he has TJ really has to compete with Giannis, Chris Middleton, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like front court and back court, you know what I'm saying? So it's not forward center. So the forwards and the centers are grouped into one group. So 
TJ and Sabonis, they're all competing with Giannis, Chris Middleton, Blake Griffin, Embiid, Julius Randle. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to be tough. And out of those names, like, it seems like Sabonis, he could maybe make it. He has to keep on doing his thing. And the Pacers have to play better, like, as a whole. Like, I know all-stars, like, for players, but, like, your team, how your team is doing does matter. And if... The Pacers can't get up in that, like, I almost want to say, if they can't get up in the top three, Sabonis isn't going to make it in the All-Star. I'll give them top four, but Sabonis isn't going to be an All-Star with the Pacers sitting at the uh, sixth seed in the East. It's just not going to happen. So, Sabonis needs to keep on doing what he's doing, and the Pacers need to play better if they want Sabonis to be an All-Star. That's just my take on it. So, like I said, Pacers, I'd like to end the uh, show with my weekly predictions. And this week, Pacers have another full week of four games. Like I said, they play the Clippers on Monday. I will be in that game. Check it out. Follow me on Twitter, Black on Black, Instagram, Black on Black. You know, check me out do some shit there they play Clippers on Monday Celtics on Wednesday the Hawks on Friday and then on Sunday they play the Hornets so like I said I like to do my predictions Pacers Clippers Pacers Clippers shout out Fiji water only the best for the best, you feel me? But uh <clears throat> Pacers Clippers. That's gonna be a tough game. And if Brogdon doesn't play, that's gonna make it even tougher. I'm gonna give the Pacers the dub on that because I feel like the Pacers are gonna wanna come out and show that they can compete with the West. And like I said, they just need to show they've heard they've heard the people saying it. People in media have been saying it. They heard that they can't be any good team so I feel like the Pacers will want to come out and show that they can compete with a team in the West and just a good team in general so Celtics will be the next game on Wednesday and I'm actually going to say that the Pacers will lose the game to the Celtics is that banker's life so, no, I'm going to change that. The Pacers will beat the Celtics because it's going to be a home game. If it would have been at, uh, if it would have been in Boston, I would have said that Pacers would lose. But it's home, Baker's life. Pacers win that. So, it'll be 2-0 after Wednesday night. And then they play Atlanta on Friday in Atlanta. I don't really have any faith in Atlanta. Yeah, they're on the come up, but they're not there yet. And I figure that the Pacers are further along. Pacers are a better team to me. Unbiased opinion. Pacers are a better team. So the Pacers will win that, go 3-0. And then on Sunday night, they play the Hornets. And I figure they'll beat them. The Hornets don't really have anybody. We actually lost to the Hornets earlier this year. And I think that was the game where fucking Jakar Sampson cost us the game. Let me hold on. Let me make sure I'm not tripping. 
I'll slander the man no matter what. But yeah, we lost to the Hornets once before, so I'm pretty sure that was a game. Yes, it was an OT. That's the game. Jakar Sampson fucked us over and lost us the game, fouling the three-point shooter. I said it last episode. I'm not going to forget that. I'm not going to let him uh, live that down. That's just dumb. Uh, But like I said, we play the Hornets on Sunday. And like I said, they beat us before, so I figure we'll beat them. And we'll be feeling good off those other three victories. And we'll want to come in and show the Hornets that they got lucky. I'm sure that left a bad taste in our mouth. I'm sure somebody on the coaching staff will remember that. And they'll bring that up. And I figure the Pacers will go 4-0 this week. Now, I said last week they would go 4-0. They went 3-1, so I wasn't too far off. On my predictions, I'm uh, what? I'm 7-1. Cause I went three and zero last week. No, I'm six and one. My bad. I'm retarded. <laughs> bad at math. Head ass. But I'm three and one with my predictions. If you are a betting man or a betting woman, make sure you listen to me, man. Put your money up. You know what I'm saying. I know what I'm talking about. So that was weekly predictions. Patient Premium Podcast. You know what I'm saying. And like I said, I always. Like the end with the predictions. And I started last week. I played a uh, fantasy basketball. And for any of you people that play fantasy basketball, I just want to hook you up. You know what I'm saying? With my bad. With some uh, fantasy pickups. So, had to get to my notes where I wrote them down. Last week, I had told you Bruno Caboclo. My bad on that one. He had one good game, and he went back to his regular ways. So I apologize for that. But if you did pick up De'Anthony Melton, you are welcome. Because <laughs> I picked up De'Anthony Melton, and he's been killing. Getting at least 20 fantasy points every game for like four games in a row. Somebody out there, this is more of a deeper league. But you might want to check him out in a standard league. Because he might be worth it. Or if you play category, I don't really play category, nine cat, eight cat, you know what I'm saying? Rebounds, assists, people that play that. I don't really play that, but you might want to look at them in some of these too. Cameron Johnson, forward on the Suns. You know what I'm saying? He's been uh, killing it to say the least. Moritz Wagner, I had him on my team for the um, Wizards. He's a little dude that's been killing it. Getting like 20 plus points, fantasy points a night. Um, Alfred Payton, he came back for the Knicks. He might have been on Raver Wire and Standard Leagues. Look at him. Um, who else? Um, I'm just looking at my team. Uh, Jackson Hayes. He might have been out there in standard leagues. That's not on my team. But I'm looking at the rosters. He might have been out there in standard teams. I mean, standard leagues. Because he kind of... He's not been getting that many minutes because he's not the starter. Uh, Kent Bazemore, too. Uh, who just got hurt? Ronnie Hood. He's out for the season. So, Kent Bazemore might be a pickup. He might be out there in standard leagues. He's probably not out there in deeper leagues, but he might be out there in standard leagues. Might want to pick that up because he's going to fill in for Ronnie Hood, who's out for the season with Achilles injury. Um, Chris Dunn, he might be out there in standard leagues. He's uh, starting to fill in on a star point guard 
He uh, started like the last three games. You know, Jim Boylan, his whole fucking rotation is weird than anything for the Bulls. So Chris Dunn, he's been killing. Uh, he got like um, he's been averaging like 10 points over the last like three games or something like that. Uh, check him out. He's always good at steals. And in my league, steals uh, get you a lot of points. And uh, lastly, uh, fucking Christian Wood. I'm so mad I didn't pick him up. If he's still out there, because he might have been dropped, because he has like monster games, and then he goes quiet for a couple games and has a monster game. So he might be out there in some standard leagues. Look at him. Uh, he's on the Pistons. He'd be getting double doubles. And if in my league, double 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 doubles get you more points. So check him out. And uh, that's just some, uh, like I said, man, fantasy pickups. You know what I'm saying? I I play this fantasy. Basketball, and if you play this fantasy basketball, watch out for them. At least put them on your watch list or something. So, this has been the Pacers Premium Podcast, episode three. You know, quick little podcast, twenty minutes. Try to, uh, is it twenty minutes? Yep, twenty minutes. Try to keep it a little quick, short, quick listen, so you can listen to it on your way to work, whatever. While you're at work, whatever. Make sure you follow me on. Instagram and Twitter at Black on Black B L A C K on B L A C C. Follow me on Snapchat at Fuckboy Don. <laughs> uh, follow me on all social media, man. Out here trying to uh, build my brand. If you have any uh, feedback, you know what I'm saying? Constructive criticism, hit me up. Let me know. Always trying to get better. I know I'm not perfect at this shit. Don't think I'm perfect at this shit. Not really trying to be perfect at this shit, but I always am trying to get better. So hit me up if you have any feedback. This is the Pacers Premium Podcast, episode three, and we out of here.